Welcome to the first episode of the Wheezy Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Nawizi, and today, first episode, I have my new co-host, my brother, Cam. Cam and this man. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. I'm excited to be here. Um, let's get it, man. Let's get it. <laughs> first, man, let's talk about that Super Bowl, man. You know the Super Bowl's coming up. Who you got? Um, Out the gate, I got the Rams. Um, just because of the defense... It just I feel like I really want to root for the Bengals. Like I feel like if it was if this was the 49ers, I definitely would have went for the Bengals. But um LA's defense, I feel like mostly with the offensive line that the Bengals got, I feel like they're not gonna be able to hold the whole game. Bruh, I couldn't agree more. I feel <laughs> the exact same way. Yo, cause it's just like Joe Bit um Wow Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. <laughs> Joe Shiesty is hard. He's great. Like, we know that he can evade that pressure when the time comes, but it's like, it's not just any old pressure. You're facing some of the best of the best on the other side of the field now. So, so now it's like, we're really about to see what is Joe Shiesty made of. I think I know what he's made of because I watched him, you know, from college. He went to OSU, got a little bit of playing time, then he went to LSU, and obviously they took over the whole country. They took over the whole college football scene. They definitely did. So, honestly, I think it'll be a good game. But personally, I still think I'm going to go Rams 27-20. 27-20, that's a good one. I, um, someone at work told me yesterday that um, the Simpsons predicted <laughs> that the Bengals was going to win the Super Bowl by three. Hey, you never – honestly, yeah, but the thing won. is about, uh, I think, the Super Bowl, I think it's different. Like, it's not like – I'm not against Tom Brady or a Tom Brady hater, but he knows, like, kind of like how – I felt with the Warriors at their peak. You know, yeah. sometimes you just get fatigued. You don't want to see the same teams win. Absolutely. Like, it's great, but it's like you want to see something different. So, I mean, I wasn't mad that the Chiefs lost. You know, we get oh, we yeah, see yeah. two completely different teams. Like, like a good game. I Rams haven't, right, Rams haven't made it in a few years, and now they're a completely different team. And, like, it's crazy how well they're doing, bro. Just imagine if they have Robert Woods. Robert Woods out for the season with his toy ACL. That is crazy. And, I'm excited for OBJ. Hopefully, he can get this chip. I, I think, think he's going to turn up, man. He wants it bad. OBJ and Cooper Cup, I don't know if they can stop that. That's I'm going to be honest. Tough. That's two speedsters right there. That's just the receiver core. We're not elite. talking about the tight ends, the cam makers, Tyler Higby. We're not talking about them. They got weapons. But I'm not going to discredit the Bengals. Like, they don't have weapons either. Mm-hmm. Is that Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase T. Higgins? T. Uh, bro, Higgins' last game mm-hmm. against the Chiefs, he was looking. Very unstoppable. I think um, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is definitely a great young talent, but I think uh, Higgins gets overlooked. He's 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 top tier, having a phenomenal season. Um, I also think that if Aaron Donald gets hot, like at any point in this game, he's going to be hard to stop. Hundred percent agree. He's going to be hard to stop. And man, the fact that he was talking about how he wanted this ring so bad, man. was it last, he the last, last game? Time. Yeah, you know, last game he was super hyped up, getting the defense hyped up and everything, and I think that was really great. He's a great leader. leader he is. Yeah. Right, facts. And it's just like, I'm excited because, once again, you get to see different people get opportunities to get chips, you know, to really cement their legacy because what you can't say that he's a scrub. Like, At all. Everyone who knows Aaron Donald is like he's been a force on the defensive end for years. What do you have like three straight years of ninety nine? Yeah, ninety nine overall Madden. That's crazy. But he hasn't won that chip yet, and I think honestly this year is his best chance to win that chip because they have an advantage on that defensive side. That's very true. I also want to talk about um, 
the Bengals a little more. I think that um, I don't even, not even just the Bengals. I just want to say that neither team, like, when it came down to, like, the last eight teams, I think, it got to a point where I was looking at the teams and I was like, no matter who comes down to the Super Bowl, like, whatever team is going to be, you can't say that any team is a scrub because all the teams were, like, it was. Dude. It got to a point where it was tough. Yeah, remember like it was it, tough. It feels like almost every game, most of the games these players have been in that game inning. Yeah, game that, inning score. that what that last week. Yeah, was that the last week? The championship week or the the week before championship week was yeah. crazy and championship week was crazy. So, yeah, I think the Super Bowl is gonna be crazy too. I think it's gonna be close. I definitely don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Yeah, honestly, I could definitely see a higher scoring game. And yeah, I think. Like, some years I, I struggled to pay attention sometimes to the NFL playoffs, but this year is, like, you couldn't help but be hooked. Like, for instance, like, very true. the <laughs> Chief-Bills games. Like, I didn't watch the full game. I literally clicked on in the car. Two minutes left. Two minutes left, I swear, I seen four or five touchdowns. And they went to overtime. Yeah. It's just like, wow, like, this is football. Like, this is some great football that we really get a chance to see. Absolutely. And, like, the league is going in a great direction, I think. And with Tom Brady being retired... But, like, there were already quarterbacks on the rising, but now it's kind of like, okay, who's the top dog now? Who wants it? And I feel like right now, I don't know. Matthew Stafford, he's tough. Joe Burrow's tough. But, honestly, I still feel like it might just be Mahomes right now because Mahomes. Mahomes' work speaks for itself. Like, I don't want to forget Lamar Jackson. You know, I feel like Lamar Jackson, they definitely would have made some noise in his playoffs. I think he's right behind Mahomes, honestly. Right. If he didn't get injured, there ain't no telling what the Ravens would have did this mm-hmm. season. But that's okay, though, because okay. they had a lot of injuries, though. So I'll, I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that team next year. They're going to get J.K. Dobbins back. Didn't um, – was it Malik Harrison? I think Malik Harrison, yeah. one of their cornerbacks, uh, he was injured as well. So, honestly, I think that a lot of teams that were had a lot of injuries, you know, they were one of the teams that deeply affected, and I think that they'll come back correct next year. Uh, um, yeah, the injuries this past season – has been like very terrible like trash last season was very bad like you got stars getting injured left and right but this season is pretty bad too what do you think a random off topic what do you think cam newton's going to do next season what team is cam newton with now he's with the panthers again oh he's with the panthers yeah. again his return he came back and scored two touchdowns honestly honestly i'm not even sure what i think they're going to do i think first it depends like What's around them? They were switching him, and I can't remember the quarterback that they had at the time. Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, I think it was Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were switching him in and out. So I don't know if they're going to give him the full quarterback position next season or what. Honestly, I don't even keep up much with the Panthers. I'm not even going to hold you. And oh, now that no, Christian McCaffrey, he's out. Um, he was injured this season. Again. Yeah. So that with him, he's so such a great talent. He's... But it's like he just can't stay healthy. He's always a top five running back when he's healthy. Always. Or top three even. I'm right. This man, always, his ratings are mad. I mean, crazy. It's crazy. And I think when when Christian McCaffrey, he's such a star and a talent, I think when he gets injured, a lot of people count the Panthers out because, you know, he's probably the biggest factor on that team. I'm one of those way. people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we stopped checking for the Panthers when Christian McCaffrey goes down. That's a lot of teams, though, and their star running back goes down. And that's the best player on your team. I was going to say the Giants, but the Giants suck with Saquon Barkley. <laughs> you heard that with Saquon Barkley. I don't know how they suck with Saquon, <laughs> man. 
like the Browns suck with Nick Chubb. Those are dude. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, oh the God. perfect run goodness. game. And this, they have that rookie. The rookie. They, 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 they had three running backs that was having a great season. So I mean, and then they just kept getting injured. Then Kareem Hunt caught COVID like twice, I think. So the rookie, it was all on him at one point, and I think he delivered, but he could only do so much. You know? mm-hmm. Then you got a mediocre quarterback. Absolutely. Shout out Baker Mayfield. Shout out Baker playing through injury, man. Ohio stuff. <laughs> Ohio in the Super Bowl. Mm. Cincinnati was in the uh, college playoffs. Great year for Ohio, man. Great year for Ohio. Shout out Ohio. You've been keeping up with these NBA trades? NBA trades have been crazy. It's been hard to keep up with, honestly. Um, Man, Cavs, Karis LeVert. I think that was a great one, I think honestly. that was very smart by the Cavs. I think they should have got him when, um, I believe it was the Cavs and the Nets did a very big trade. Yeah, like, yeah, with Jared Allen. Allen. Prince and Jared Allen. I don't think they should have traded Jared Allen either. Dude, the Nets should not have traded Jared Allen. They would not have as many problems as they have they now. They need big men back. Like, what? They on that... I feel like last time I checked, they were eight or nine game losing streak. Well, it doesn't help that KD's out, so we get that. And now Harden's out, and then with everything that's going on with Harden, everybody, there's reports saying that he wants out, but then Steve Nash is saying, oh, you know, he's saying he wants to stay and everything. So I'm just confused, but I'm just going to take the coach's word. But, yeah, there's a lot of problems. They don't have enough size. Like, they have some decent size. Like, Nick Claxton, he's a, a dope pickup. You I know, like Nicholas Claxton. He's like a young player still developing, but he doesn't have it yet. He doesn't have like Jared Allen. Jared Allen's a walking double-double. A walking double-double in two, three blocks a game. I got him in my fantasy. I know he's a walking exactly. double Exactly. <laughs> so we see what he's doing. I think the other day he just had like 26 and 15. So it's just like, you know, I agree. I was not in favor of that trade when they said Jared Allen because that's a type of player, a type of center in this game that you just don't find. And I think he was a um, top five center at the time, and I think he probably still is a top five center. In I agree. I definitely think he's working in it and being consistent, and it does help that their team is doing so much better. Carol Zavert is great, honestly. They traded Ricky Rubio, a lottery-protected first-round draft pick in 2022, and two second-round picks to the Pacers for Carol Zavert. And it's crazy. It sounds like the Pacers were losers, though. It might seem like that, but honestly, Sabonis had to go because Miles Turner, the issue was Miles Turner and then Sabonis, they both played the same position. And so basically it was like one of them has to go. I would have sent Miles Turner. I think Sabonis is, well, he was an all-star last season. He's having a pretty good season this season. Listen, bro, I agree with you, but you know, I don't make the decision. I think I he could be a, um, a franchise player for the Pacers too, but mm-hmm. I mean, they're going with Miles, so we're going to see where that goes for the Pacers. I mean, they haven't had... Too much success in the past couple of seasons, so I mean, I would be making some changes as well to see if we can switch some things up. Yeah, and, for, and with the Sabonis trade, they traded Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday and the second round pick for Tyler Halliburton, Buddy Hield, and Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. So now that's a good return. That's a good man. That's a Buddy great return. Hilde. Buddy Hield and Tyler Halliburton already—it's so great. He's a special player, by the way. He is. But it's interesting but how which like. Which one are you talking about? Uh, Buddy Hill. I mean, uh, Tyler Halliburton. Yeah. But it's so, I find it interesting how, like, a few days ago, at least in the past few weeks, he had an interview after his game. He talked about how he wanted to help the Kings become great, you know, just become a better team. He wanted to help change the culture. And now, it's crazy because as soon as he talks about this, next thing you know, he's getting shipped off. I know that brother hurt. It's you know, crazy. 
But honestly, you know, this could just this is a new opportunity for you because I'm gonna be honest with you, Tyler. The Kings wasn't gonna use you to the best of your ability, as you see. Like for instance, for the past few years, they keep they drafted Marvin Bagley a few years ago. They keep drafting big men. What is that gonna do? I was like, upset too about not, um, Marvin Bagley. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna be way used way differently in the NBA, especially being a nice talent from Duke and a big man because they don't come in abundance these days in the NBA at all. Yeah, and I feel like with Marvin Bagley, with him, he just didn't get the... Sometimes you got to find the right team that really fits your system. That's true. And I think that... I don't know sure if the Kings fits his system. Maybe he gets another opportunity. But how long is... I feel like he's been there for like four or five years, though. I think it's been around that time. Was him and Grayson Allen the same year? Maybe. I think... I know they played together, but I'm not sure if they were the same I think maybe a year removed, maybe. Something like that. But, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So, I mean, I feel like at this point, he might be his contract might be going out within this season or next season. Yeah. So I think he can at least test and just see what other teams are there. Because, I mean, if you sure, you can stay in Sacramento and get that bag. Yeah. But I don't know. If I was an NBA player, the bag is great, but I also want a chance to win. Definitely. Because, like, especially if you're that good, like, getting drafted in the lottery, you went to do one of the top most recruited players going to college. Like, I don't want to sit here and play for a sorry team my whole career. Sure, I can get the bag. That's the thing about the small market teams. The small market teams, they will throw you the money. But eventually, it's going to get to the point where I want to have a chance to win. Like, dang. They traded away C.J. McCollum and Norman Paul. Powell. And two different trades. And then the Blazers got fleeced. Like, the Clippers, I'm a Clippers fan. The Clippers literally gave them the bare minimum. We got rid of Eric Bledsoe. That was a blessing in disguise. I'm sorry, Blazer fans. Y'all can have that, brother. No. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. That's, yeah. <laughs> can't even argue with that. That's fair <laughs> enough, bro. Um, I think uh, Bagley needs to be surrounded by, um, not surrounded by, but he needs a vet um, big man or center power forward or something. I feel like he hasn't had that type of person around him. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with the team. I feel like the only vet I personally know and paid attention to on that team is um, Harrison Barnes. And he's, I think, been the – him and Buddy Hill have been, like, the staple of that team. Yep. And now Buddy Hill's going – and Buddy Hill's going to the Pacers. Buddy Hill should be in the Lakers right now. I think Buddy Hill's going to do good on the Pacers, and I definitely think he should have went to the Lakers. I think the Lakers should have got him. I mean, but I said – the I. I've said this before. I think that the Lakers should have got him over Russ. This was before I even saw Russ play. Um, this was before he even got traded to the Lakers. Like Any person that watched the Lakers last season knew that getting Russ was not the right move. We Any- need shooters. Exactly. Shooters. I'm a Lakers fan. I, I, get, I get very upset when I see the memes, all the trash talking, and the disrespect put on the name of the Lakers. Um, but it's hard to defend when you have people like Russ. They call him Russell Westbrook. You know, compilations of him hitting the side of the backboard, being a point guard in the NBA is kind of tough. Man, I kid you not. Every single day I watch Kevin Shannon, they talk about Russ. They literally have a montage of his turnovers from every game. And like yesterday, so we talked about this earlier off camera. So yesterday they got waxed by the Grizzlies, right? The no, I'm sorry, not crazy. Yes, you're right, the Bucks. <laughs> and so I watched a post game interview, and then he was talking. Basically, the interview reporter asked him a question, like, you know, why don't you think you're in the closing lineup? He said, Well, you know, 
I have respect in the game, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I feel like I earned the right. I'm like, sure, you're right. You've earned the right, but you're playing terrible. In like, clutch moments. You just went one from ten the other day. Yeah. Or you just last week. Like, come on, bro. Like, I get it. And it just sucks because it's like the Lakers put themselves in this position now. Definitely did. Because, like, what? It is Wednesday. They literally have less than 48 hours if they really want to get rid of Russ to get rid of Russ. But I don't think it's even possible. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they still believe in Russ. I think they're going to keep him, honestly. Honestly, bro. I was watching Skip and Shannon earlier and threw this idea out, you know. What if they're trading for John Wall? You know, Honestly, they're getting paid the same amount of money. I was just thinking about John Wall the other day, and I remember healthy John Wall before the injuries. Mm -hmm. I just forgot how much of a dog he was. I started watching some old highlights. John Wall. I wonder, my question is, will he, do you think he can get back to that point? Maybe not as great as he was, but to a, a solid role player, if he were to go to the Lakers, do you think he would be a better help to the team than Russ? Honestly, I hope so. I think because a lot of people, for the LeBron, what's great about him, he's able to work with a lot of people. Like, he can bring anyone together and make it work. You know, I feel like this is one of the few situations where we see when Brian puts a team together and it doesn't go right. Sometimes it just don't work. Right. You know, it's just not the right combination of people. Like, same thing a few years ago with the Cavs when they traded away all those people yeah, they made those late moves. that was moves. tough. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne Wade, D. Rose, Isaiah Thomas, that was... I mean, I don't think you should have that many guards, especially at that level, or even vets on the same team. I agree. And I think with... Yeah, with the Lakers, they just they need something like they need a defensive leader. I think they like I, with AD coming back, it does help. But it's like, if we're being honest, on the Lakers, you get production from three players consistently. You get them from LeBron, AD, Malik Monk. Like That's very Malik Monk is a blessing in disguise. That's one thing that was a great signing for the Lakers. He's been very good with them. Just. The way he plays hard. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean that's the reason they got him. They needed a shooter and somebody who could um, move the ball around and make plays, and that's exactly what he's doing. Um, I'm very happy with the Malik Monk decision. That was a smart one. Um, I think that if the Lakers, the Lakers still have a chance to pull it around, and I think that I agree. I believe they so can do it with the team that they have. They just have to, you know, put the pieces together. It's it's hard to say that right now. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I rock with the Lakers, but it's just like this whole season I've been seeing, like, trends where they'll go up and down, but it's been mostly down. Yeah, it's because they don't – because so, I agree. I watch games where some cert, I get certain teams, they're second-half teams. So, like, the first, first half, they'll let them just kind of run wild. Then the second half – Tighten up, play great defense, next thing you know, they win the game. But it's just like, you can't do that every time because a lot of teams won't give you the opportunity to come back. The Bucks last night, you're not going to get the opportunity to come back. That man had 44, 17 or 20. Giannis was shooting three. Let's talk about that game. Let's talk about 44, 17 or 20. Giannis was balling out. He's shooting threes. He's shooting mid-range. I mean, last season the thing was, you know, Giannis just runs and dunks. He's tall. That's what he does. But you cannot tell me that this man has not fully improved his game. He's showing he got a bag. He's getting he deep in his bag. He's not playing, man. He's, trying to, he's coming for the greatest. That's what he – I can tell that 
Greatness is Giannis's goal. He wants to be the greatest. He's yeah. changing his game every time. Whatever y'all say, like they were saying, he can't shoot free throws. He might take his time now, but he's going to shoot them and make, make way more than he used to make. Man, he's dropped 50 in a closing game of the finals. Stop playing. At the finals. Stop playing. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When they went up 2-0, they said it was over. I guess the um, the Suns. The Suns. said it was over. Chris Paul finally got his ring. Honestly, though, nope. Suns might have a chance this year, though. I thought they were a one-and-done team, too. That's I, yeah, crazy. I thought they were. I thought I they were going to be worried. like the Heat when they uh, played the Lakers in the final. Mm-hmm. But the Heat are actually looking pretty solid, too. Yeah, last time I checked, they were top seed, top seed in the East. They're number one? Last time I checked, they were two, so that's what's up. Yeah, they're, like, within the top three. They fluctuate. That's yeah, honestly, up. I think moving Tyler Hero to the bench, that helps a lot because he's consistently giving, like, I believe, 20 to 23 points consistently. And so just getting that extra push off your bench. Yeah. And then now, like, David Robinson, he's finding his footing because in the beginning of the season, he wasn't shooting well. I'm sorry, Duncan Robinson. He wasn't shooting well beginning of the season, and now he's starting to find his footing. Like, I watched a play where he was just moving off the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like Curry-esque. You know, when they you have a certain person, you set the pick, they have the ball, and you kind of move around off the ball for, like, yeah. 10 seconds. Whoever his man was had that man run around in circles. Next thing you know, come off that screen, wide open three, bucket. Mm, that's tough. The beauty the of the off-ball. It's crazy. beauty of off-ball movement. That is very essential for basketball players, especially if you're a real shooter. Move, you got to be able to move off-ball. The All-Star game. Mm, All-Star game. All-Star game. You see my boy LaMelo? Mello coming in as a replacement. Yeah, Mello, shout out DeJounte Murray. Shout out DeJounte Murray. You deserve sure. it too, man. He, he works hard. It. He's been working his butt off for the past couple seasons on the Spurs. Um, I do want to say I feel like one person should have got put on the um, All-Star team, and that was Miles Bridges. I think Miles Bridges has been having a phenomenal past couple seasons. Um, he's the best in-game dunker in the NBA. Um, him and Lamelo's chemistry. Him and the Hornets team yeah. chemistry is crazy. Scary, that scary. young team is just. I like them a lot. Yeah, I agree. I, I like them a lot. I like Miles Bridges. Also, he's a hard ass rapper. Let's yeah. say you already know. RTBMB. Shout out Miles Bridges. Yes, I think sir. y'all should definitely check out his music if y'all haven't already. Miles Bridges is a pretty cold rapper. Mm-hmm. If you like um, Michigan slash Detroit music. Mm-hmm. I agree. He should have been an All Star selection. Like. Andrew Wiggins, like Andrew Wiggins, I think I'm happy he made an All Star because you know we've seen how far he's come, you Definitely. know. Because when he was in Minnesota, it was it kind of reminded me of Anthony Bennett in a sense because like a lot of times you're the number one pick that have such high expectations for you, and if you don't achieve those in a certain amount of time, they kind of just throw you away and assume you're just not going to be good. And it's great for me to see that he's actually flourishing in Golden yeah. State. So, I mean, I don't know if he really needed to be a starter, but it's like, hey, it is what it is. The fans voted. They wanted him for a starter. Yeah, it is a fan vote thing. And, I I mean, yeah. I mean, Mm. he's been playing good, but I think whatever Andrew Wiggins does, since he's not, like, considered, you know. the nice two-way player, though. He's a great two-way player. But, you know, people, like, fans aren't going to say Andrew. You're not going to hear too many people say Andrew Wiggins is the GOAT. But he was, like, when he was in high school, I believe he was the number one ranked high school player in the country. Yeah. So and he's still young. He's got plenty of time. It's like, yeah. And like Zion, like, he, I mean, I really hope. He bro, they just got CJ McCullum, bro. Yeah. I feel like Zion's going to want to stay now. Him and Brandon Ingram might be a dangerous duo. 
I wonder if they have him at the because you know he can play multiple positions. I wonder if they have him at the three or the but two. Br Br played at two or three. I think he can play like the one through three. You're right. Unless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I'm excited for the Pelicans when they um have their fully healthy team. For sure. Like I, j- I wonder if Zion's even going to play this season. I hope so. They said it. It could be unlikely. It's a possibility he might not play. That's going to suck, but. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, it happened to Clay. He came back doing pretty good. True, he took two years off. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if that's the case, like we know next season will be entertaining as well because you know Clippers fan Kawhi PG will come back, and then yeah. also with the moves that they just made, and it's a great, great moves honestly because it's actually adding depth to the team that we really need. And it's like next they really need a backup point guard. Reggie Jackson yeah. is great, but Can it's I like still have Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. I thought he got traded. No. He scored the game with a bucket against the Lakers last week. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, what's up. That's what's up. He called for the double and it spun. Like, it was Austin Reeves, Russ. He called. You didn't see he was hopping, hopping, dribbling the ball up the court. Yeah. Must have missed that one. Mm-hmm. He, he called called for Austin Reeves, sort of switched. Russ came over, tried to double him. He spun out of it. Hit the bank though. I like Austin Reeves, too. Austin Reeves like plays hard. Too. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned him. You know what else is crazy? Mm-hmm. Last, the past couple of years, you know they've been doing the the team LeBron and team Giannis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The captains. The captains, but I feel like the NBA is finally getting to a point again where the East and the West are starting to even out. It's been West dominant the past. I don't yeah. know how many years just West. I mean that's LeBron and Curry. Yeah, I think honestly with LeBron leaving the East, it definitely you know, but first he was a revolving door, and I feel like now. A lot of teams have had the opportunity to grow the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Like, Bulls are a team I'm rooting for. I'm so happy for the success. My big Lonzo. Like, the whole team, honestly. Hold on, while we on the Bulls, I like Trey Young. Trey Young's dope. I get it. Trey Young averaging 28, 29 points. Trey Young don't play for the Bulls, though. I know. I'm getting there. Okay. I was, I was, I'm, I'm, talking <laughs> about the, I'm talking about the All-Stars. <laughs> okay. All-Star okay. starter. I think that Zach Levine should have started over I definitely him. think over Trey Young because. The Bulls are in a better contention. The Bulls are top three seed in the East, whereas the Hawks, they're finding their way. They're winning games. They're building weight. They're true. getting their way back. But I, I still think they have the excuse that they're on the same team. You know, DeMar and him are on the same team. And they team. still balling out. They still averaging 25, 26 apiece. Exactly. And that's the thing about that team that makes them so great. They're unselfish. They definitely are unselfish. And um, their chemistry is great as well. And I didn't expect it to be that good off the rip, but I thought they were going to be a solid team. I thought, um, the I think DeMar has been great. The reason why he has not been at the elite level that he's playing this season, the past few seasons, is because he wasn't on the right team. I agree. And I, I agree. I and you're a completely different system well. because you're playing with the Spurs. Anyone that watches the Spurs and knows the Spurs are know they play a certain type of way. They play Pops way, old school. Exactly. And that's not a bad way. Really, because that's one thing about DeMar DeRozan. He's a fundamental guy, so that work helped him own his craft, yeah. work on his game. But as you see, all those years he spent there, it was for something. If you watched his footwork, step back, fadeaway, the way, this, the way this man plays is amazing. It is. It is. And I think that um, same thing for Alex Caruso. Ever since he he got, I mean, he was pretty a pretty good role player on the on the Lakers. But ever since he came to the Bulls, he's been able to flourish a little bit more. I like yeah. that he's been able to do more. I think 
that's another thing the Lakers missed. They missed Alex Russo because he brought that defensive intensity, and he always brought that energy. And I think that's something. First off, they shouldn't have let him go in the first place. They definitely because they didn't want to pay him. That's true. Like honestly, I would have taken Caruso over Tht, and now they've overvalued Tht, and now nobody wants to take him in the trade because you gave this kid all this money, and then he's playing mediocre. That's another thing about the Lakers. I feel like their bench production is pretty bad. Their bench production is pretty bad. They listen. I would. Trevor Reza can go too. Like that's the thing, bro. Like like Chuck said, got all them damn old geezers on the floor. Like, I get it, but it, it kind of felt like they were just getting them for the names and not really I for... I was going to ask you, do you think that... Because, you know, people, of course, LeBron has some say. He's the GOAT, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. But uh, let's take that out of it and say that the Lakers, um, it was just, you know, the, the higher-ups involved, like the owners and the people involved with the trading and stuff like that. Do you think that... Um, they really just wanted a team full of vets because they thought that they were going to be that good together because, like, I did see, like, a meme. It was true, but it was, like, the Lakers team was, like, the 2012 All-Star team or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it was, like, that was the All-Stars. I mean, not All-Star. I think it was the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. The Olympics is the best players. So it's, like, you think? Honestly, I think think that might have been the case. Because, like, I feel like out of, like, most of those older people that they got, Melo probably works out the best. Because Melo doesn't need the ball to score. And Melo stays in a rhythm. Like, I've watched games where he he will score 20, 25 points. And, like, most of them spot up threes. He ain't even got to take it to the cup. Give him that ball, pop, bucket. Exactly. Easy. So, yeah, I agree. Because I wouldn't have got Trevor Reason. I definitely.